I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. And as you've heard throughout the day today, uh, as we continue to focus on uh, things that are happening in downtown Salt Lake City and beyond, for that matter, uh, in terms of the those who are facing homelessness and uh, some of the issues that are surrounding that, uh, KSL News Radio's John Wojcik has uh, done a special feature today, uh, digging into that in terms of the impact on local business owners. And John uh, joins us on the line. John, how are you on a Monday? Doing good. Uh, nice to talk to you, Boyd. <laughs> I know it's been way too long, and uh, we miss seeing everybody in the office. But uh, we know you're out there making things happen. And give us just a little backstory uh, in terms of your reporting. Uh, as it relates to uh, how business owners uh, are feeling about what's going on, especially in downtown Salt Lake City. Yeah, so obviously homelessness and uh, you know drug use is not a new topic when it comes to Salt Lake, but we've been hearing, especially from business owners and also some property managers, uh, just a little bit outside of downtown around the 8th West area in North Temple about um, homelessness, but also just uh, you know a gathering where people are getting together doing some pretty hardcore drugs, just general violence, lawlessness. And uh, the concern is that it's driving people away from the area. And you've got a number of businesses there, you know, ranging from food, uh, fast food places, uh, pizza shops, uh, tax services, uh, smoke shops. I mean, there's a number of different locally owned businesses in the area that say they're losing customers because nobody wants to park their car or walk over to these businesses because they're seeing people, whether it be shooting up heroin, smoking crack, uh, people are reporting getting mugged in the area, um, some pretty terrible things. So these uh, business owners are, have been you know, trying to get something changed about this. And we're talking about hopefully a permanent change because, again, this isn't a new issue. And I think what everybody's hoping is that instead of just pushing this problem to a different block of the city is that uh, we might be able to find a more permanent solution. Yeah, so often we do find that uh, this is just kind of a, a nudge around <laughs> Uh, is often the solution as we kind of move from one section of the city to another and we just kind of keep moving it uh, around. And and that's uh, led to a lot of the problem that a lot of these uh, business owners in particular are frustrated with. We know some of the property managers uh, are, are really starting to say, you know, we're spending a lot of time, you know, cleaning up needles and, uh, and things that uh, are going to make it tough for us to rent properties or to encourage business back into those areas. Yeah, and it, it's already kind of starting where I think people are – a lot of these people that rent out these spaces or lease them are saying, you know, we, we don't expect things to change anytime soon. We know this has been a problem for a while. So I was able to interview a property manager in that commercial space around East West, and he said, 
you know, we already have tenants that are just they're not going to renew their lease because they don't think things are going to change. And they don't they don't see things uh, turning around anytime soon here. And some of the stories he told, they're, you know, they're anecdotal, but they're, they're tough. He talked about they have uh, grounds maintenance crews who picked up uh, around at least two dozen in one day, two dozen used needles in the area. Uh, the guy I talked to, again, a property manager in the area, he said he went down there and he was mugged, held at either uh, gunpoint or knife point in the back. He didn't know what it was and uh, thankfully had some cash to be able to give these people and then they took off. But you hear stories like this and uh, you understand why people may just want to stay out of the area in general. So it's an issue that's going to need some looking into. And that's what we plan on doing tomorrow. Well, part two of kind of looking at the problem in uh, KSL News Radio's Paul Nelson will have an in-depth uh, speaking to the city council, some members of the city council, on what exactly can they do? You know, what what things are prohibiting them from change, and what sort of change can we expect? Is is this a band aid problem, or do we need something a little bit more, a little bit more nuanced and a little bit more uh, heavy duty, for lack of a better term, to to try and find some sort of solution? Yeah, fantastic, great uh, reporting as always, John Nowocek from. KSL News Radio, appreciate your reporting on that. We'll look forward to Paul's uh, in depth uh, tomorrow talking about the city's response. And uh, we're going to continue to break that down and hopefully try to elevate that conversation here. But, John, always appreciate your insight. Uh, your reporting and storytelling uh, always helps us see things just a little bit more clearly. Thanks, boy. Appreciate it. All right. Again, that's uh, KSL News Radio's John Bocek uh, joining us. And we're going to continue. This conversation all week long here on KSL News Radio in terms of uh, how we can deal with some of these issues in a different way. Uh, as John pointed out, uh, some people are getting a little tired, a little exasperated, a little exhausted uh, that we kind of seem to keep having the same struggle, the same challenge, the and sometimes the same conversation. So how do we do that differently? What is it going to require? What is it going to take uh, from government? What's it going to take from uh, individuals? What is it going to take from uh, other organizations in the area that uh, can offer help and assistance? How do we actually get at this in a in a way that can really move the needle, uh, so to speak, in a, in a way that will remove the needles from the street and uh, change the game in terms of those that are facing some of these challenges, whether it's addiction, whether they are facing homelessness, uh, whether it's the crime component that goes uh, with all of that, uh, there are some some great solutions uh, on the horizon. I think that are going to be important conversations for everybody, uh, especially in in the Salt Lake area. We uh, featured last week, of course, Mayor Mendenhall uh, and uh, the Other Side Academy announced uh, the Other Side Village uh, as a concept, as a way to go beyond just these Band-Aid approaches and really create some communities for those who have been facing chronic homelessness uh, or other issues and, and not just provide them a, a roof over their head, but also a community to belong to uh, that uh, will help them develop the skills that they need and uh, the things that they would require so that uh, we can uh, really create this space, especially along uh, downtown yeah, in particular. Uh, so all of those things we're going to continue to track and move uh, across the board here on KSL News Radio all week long. We're going to focus on this conversation and, and how do we change it? How do we elevate it in a significant way? And to me, this is another one of those things where uh, the messaging matters, but the details matter. Uh, and this is something that, that I have really been thinking about over the weekend. It's so easy uh, to do things with sweeping generalities. And when I was doing uh, 
corporate consulting, when I was working with uh, executives from major companies around the world, uh, I, I had this philosophy that when whenever you talk about things in in generalities, you very rarely succeed. But when you talk about things in the specifics, you very rarely fail. And sadly, in a lot of our political circles, especially nationally, uh, we have become a country of sweeping generalities. Uh, we can we can talk about a, a big, broad infrastructure bill as an example, and it can include a host of things that uh, aren't related to infrastructure, uh, but things that have become very difficult to measure. And again, when when you're talking about sweeping generalities, you very rarely succeed. I even think of that in your own life. Think of that individually. If you have, if you're setting a goal for yourself, if you talk about that goal in sweeping generalities, uh, I'll, I'll do my confessional here. If I talk about, you know, my health goals uh, and talk about that, I just want to be more healthy. Uh, that's a that's a pretty sweeping generality. Sounds good, uh, but I'm going to have to get much more specific if I'm going to be successful. And the specifics include. Uh, what, how I'm exercising, when I'm doing it, how long I'm doing it, what kinds of exercise I'm doing. Uh, it's also going to have to deal with my diet and what I eat and take in and what I choose not to take in very specifically. So you can see this, the sweeping generality always gets you in trouble, but we've allowed it to persist in our politics for way too long because we talk about these big things of, of, uh, jobs and opportunity for all and equality. And we, we got to get to the specifics. If we're going to talk about those facing homelessness, those facing addiction, those who are in and out of the criminal justice system, uh, it's going to require very specific, very detailed plans if we want to expect results and outcomes. And ultimately, that is what we need to be measured by. I've seen far too many organizations who have lived by sweeping generalities until they go out of business or until their operating structure collapses. Because if you don't have any specifics, you can't hold anybody accountable for anything. And so whether in a business, whether in my personal life, whether in our communities, whether that's in our state government or our national government or our politics, until we reject the idea of the sweeping generality and demand that we get to the power of the specifics and that we begin to measure results and outcomes as opposed to uh, there's some uh, who are very good. Many of them are politicians who are very good at talking about what they do. Or there are people in business who are really, really good at talking about their job. They're horrible at doing their job, but they're great at talking about their job. Uh, we see the same thing in politics. Some people are great at talking about what they want to do. They're horrible at actually doing it. So the thing we all need to watch out for this week, especially, is what are the outcomes? Are we going to be content with sweeping generalities, or are we going to get to specific outcomes that we can hold people accountable for? We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, some tidbits from uh, UVU graduation as we continue our graduation series here on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. 
But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.